What's up, y'all? Another episode of Shoe Booty Sports coming at you Tuesday night. Got the World Baseball Classic final going on in the backgrounds. Uh, it's all Japan right now, 3-1, two outs in the bottom of the six, but we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, first off, I'm your host, Graham Powell, co-host Bradley Brown. Say hello, Brad. What's happening? A lot, which, we'll, which we will get to. Uh, first, quick shout out to our sponsor, uh, ladies and gents. Shoe Booty Sports is presented by Rhino Races. Rhino Races, check out the shirt here. Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. How it works is you sign up for one or five, all five of their races at rhinoraces.com. Run your race at your convenience. Track it with your fitness app. Screenshot your results as proof of completion. completion. Submit those results to rhinoraces.com under the, under the submit results section. As soon as your results are verified by Rhino Races staff, your award will be shipped to you by mail. Free shipping on all orders. Also, check out their gear section for T-shirts, wristbands, decals, and more. Again, this, this T-shirt here, for those of you watching on Spotify and YouTube, pretty dope shirt. But yes, uh, rhinoraces.com. Rhino Races is the premier virtual running series. And also, you can find us, Shoe Booty Sports, on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. The Wisdom app, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and follow us on Twitter at Shoe Booty Sports. So we got the World Baseball Classic going on right now. We'll update you as that goes. But we're going to do some March Madness recap of the first two rounds. Man, it's it has lived up to what it does, right? I mean, when does it ever not live up to the hype? March Madness. <clears throat> it's been It's been a lot of fun to watch. You still with yep. us over there? Okay. Yeah, I'm still with you. But yeah, I was just trying to remember the last time uh, it disappointed. And I can't really think of one. So Yeah, that's that's why you're sitting over there thinking hard. Uh, this is true. This is true. March Madness, always fun to watch. Of course, our hogs are still in it. Uh, shout out to the Arkansas Razorbacks, which we'll get to. But any surprise upsets, teams? Well, of course there was. Um Arkansas beating Kansas being one. Furman, of course, knocking off uh, Virginia on a loud, gosh, ter- terrific ending to open the night. Essentially, even the th- even the whatever they were Tuesday night games, even though they were good games, uh, the play-in games that is. Yeah, but yeah, a, a lot of big time, big time matchups, games, some upsets sprinkled in. I have two of my final four picks left. Uh, the whole, either right side or bottom side of the brackets, but yeah, the bottom side of my brackets busted. I had Kansas going to the final, and of course my Razorbacks, which I've never been happier to have a bracket busted. I also had Marquette in the other final four. You know they go down to uh, Michigan State in the round of thirty-two. That was a really good game from what I saw. Michigan State jumped out early and then quickly it became a it became a close game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stop picking against uh, Michigan State. <laughs> They've bit me in the butt the last, I don't know, three tournaments. I always pick against them for some reason. They never get it past the second round. But I never learn. Yeah, it it's it's Michigan State, traditional, traditional power. Of course, they last won it though in what, like two thousand? I think it was. Still, I mean, maybe always making noise in the championship or in the tournament. 
But yeah, uh, big time games. A lot of fun to watch this weekend. It was hard for me to get away from the TV. What like when when that was on? Uh, let's let's check out my bracket though while I'm talking about. It. Did you ever fill one out? By the way, I did, and no one wants to hear about how terrible it is. It's god awful. It's the worst, definitely the worst by far bracket I've filled out. Like seriously filled out, not just for funsies. You know, with Arkansas winning it every year, this is most definitely the worst bracket. I don't even know if I have any of the Final Four picked because I had uh, Alabama getting upset in the in the Elite Eight. Okay, who do you have beating them in the Elite Eight though? Are they even in it? Oh yeah, I had Arizona beating them. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I I didn't I didn't touch up on that one. Obviously, uh Princeton beating Arizona. But unlike Furman, Princeton's still in it. Princeton beat Missouri. Beat them pretty handily beat too. Them, yeah. It wasn't 15 points. It was not a close game like throughout. Nope. I kept an eye on the score uh during the Razorback game. Uh, it was not close. All no. all Princeton, so Princeton in the Sweet 16 going to play Creighton. Creighton looks pretty dang good. From what they I've had, seen. they have most of the year. We of course saw them beat the beat Arkansas when Arkansas was almost at full strength. Nick Smith wasn't playing that game, I don't believe, and he he's been a non-factor so far in this tournament, like a complete non-factor. And we'll get to that some too. But then they go on a losing streak after they beat us. Uh, they may they may have. I want to say they won the. Uh, no, I want to say they won the tournament right i think they won the turn or maybe they didn't i don't remember either way yeah they could have but either way it's creighton i mean they're it's a solid program they're always in the tournament and they're always at least making noise that's no surprise to see them in the sweet 16 but i i have alabama and texas that's who i have left in it and i'll just kind of go through the east region i said this last week it's the most interesting region to me that of course was the one that purdue was in oh, okay that's another one let's talk about purdue a little bit <laughs> forgot all about purdue yeah surprised, surprised i didn't lead off the show with this <clears throat> considering all the trash i talk about them but i feel rightfully so uh i've it's the most overrated college basketball program there is to me and they only proved my point over the weekend losing to what, Fairleigh Dickinson University? Is that what it is? Yep. Okay. And, of course, they FDU. go down to FAU. FDU goes down to FAU the following, you know, two, two, two nights later, or two days later. But, yeah, Purdue goes down. I didn't have them getting past Memphis in the round of 32 anyway. And, then of course, Memphis loses to FAU. Who saw FAU in the Sweet 16, right? Of course, they've only lost, I think, three games all year. So I'm sure FAU fans aren't that surprised. Maybe a little bit, but they've apparently, I mean, they've been winning games all year. The East is the most interesting region to me. This is who's left in that region. FAU will play Tennessee. Kansas State will play Michigan State. Who do you have coming out of that region? Out of that region? <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I could see Tennessee getting it done, but 
I don't know. I kind of like Kansas State. Kansas State beat Kentucky, and they were they were the higher seed. They were supposed to win if you're going by that. I'm going to. I think Tennessee's going to come out of that region. I think Tennessee's good enough. I think Tennessee's going to come out of the region, get to the Final Four. They won't beat Alabama, but who knows, right? At least they shouldn't beat Alabama. Alabama has not looked good in their two wins. They've won, and that's the, and here's the thing: they've won by like twenty points these first two games of the tournament, and they haven't looked that good. They've had they've had guys look good in spots, but Brandon Miller was a non-factor in the first game, complete non-factor. Second game, he got off to a really slow start. They, they, I, I, I didn't watch either of their games, so. Well, I, I didn't watch the first one, but I watched the second one. And he was he was a non-factor early, and he he finally had one go in, and then he just, like, the lights kind of came on a little bit. But they said he's, like, he's having, like, uh, he's having to talk to, like, a, a psychologist, a counselor, or something, just of all the, he ha- he's had, he has armed security with him, I think of threats he's uh, apparently received so just a couple of his buddies <laughs> right but uh i don't know but it it's it's something yeah it, it's a weird situation it's weird if you're making threats to you know a 19 year old kid um yeah at the same time this you know the unless the, you're 19 <laughs> i i even then it's it's stupid but but um yeah it a lot of this stuff he's he's kind of made his own bed in again i don't think he should i've already said this i don't think he should be suspended or anything i don't think there's a law that he broke or anything like that giving a gun to a guy who then gave the gun to somebody else who did something you know unless yeah Unless he illegally acquired the gun in the first place, I guess so. Yeah, but but I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. I mean, <laughs> don't even pretend to be one. Yeah, I have no it, idea. Yeah, I, I I won't get into that because I know nothing about it. But uh, it's apparently affecting him. Is my overall point? It's affecting him on the court, along with the moment, because he is he is a 19 year old kid at the end of the day, a very talented. Yeah. And it's it's weird to be, I don't know, f- fans are weird anyway. You know, a lot of the, the keyboard warriors who keyboard say things warrior. they would not say to somebody else or to somebody in person, they'll say on Twitter. Or will yell things in the stands knowing the player can't really do anything about it. I mean, they can, but they're not going to benefit from it. Nope. So it's... Uh, to me, it's like it's a. It, it, this is going to be a weird comparison. It's like going to a. It's like going to hunt at a place that's like a, you saw in King of the Hill, where they're like feeding the deer and the deer oh, yeah, like coming a to the thing or something. Yeah. yeah, it's like going to hunt there or something. It's just a. It's 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 BS. It's cowardice. And I don't know. It's just weird, but the point. I'm getting off, way off topic now. But Alabama has not looked that good and they're still winning by 20 points. That's my long that's my long version of saying that. So, 
if you're going to beat Alabama, you're you're going to have to bring your A plus game, and they're going to have they're going to have to have a really off night because they've shown they can have an off night and still win by twenty. Now, granted, it's against it was a sixteen seed, and then against you know Maryland, an eight seed from eight seed from the Big Ten, so you're not playing the elite of the elite yet. San Diego State can give them problems if they show up sluggish. They they gave Arkansas a fight in the Maui Invitational. <laughs> Literally a fight at the end of the game, at least with the coaching staff. Oh, yeah. Forgot yeah. all about that. Yep, same team. But you're they still, it's at, that should be Alabama's game. Shouldn't be, they shouldn't give them too much trouble, I would think. I think Alabama could still win that game by double-digit points. But as far as like overall picks, yeah, I don't know. We'll see who comes out of the West. Um, all right, so let's just—I don't know who—I don't know who I would pick to come out of the West. Well, I, I think I did make that pick, obviously. But first off, uh, Arkansas UConn. Who you got Thursday? UConn looked pretty dang good uh, Sunday. <laughs> like they really, did. really good. They did. Um. I don't know if you're going to think with your head or your heart on this one. No. But I'm a pretty dumb guy. I'm saying Arkansas. I hope you're right, man. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> I hope you're right. But I've got I've got UConn winning that and the reason is they're big. That Spot. big that they that big that they have was eating St. Mary's alive. Yeah. He was eating St. Mary's alive, man. Um, yeah, it, it. I don't see anybody that can guard him. You know, for Arkansas, the Mitchell twins, Kamani Johnson. Now, now they can throw those three guys at them, and that's what they're probably going to have to do. It's just I, I like the Kamani Johnson starting this tournament. It's worked out well. It's it's uh, you know, he's physical. He can bang inside with guys like that. Now, just from a skill set, he can't match up with this guy from UConn. But he can maybe bang around with him, frustrate him a little bit. Get him into foul trouble, maybe. You know, maybe. Uh, it's it's going to take all three. I think he's going to get our guys into foul trouble, though, more than anything. But yeah, if well, we can get him into foul trouble, that that would yeah, that would benefit, uh, benefit Arkansas greatly. But I think you're going to have to go through all three of those guys. Uh, start with Johnson and the Mitchell twins. Yeah, just rotate, <laughs> just rotate, and just he's he's going to be a problem. I picked UConn for that, for that reason. Plus, they're a good team. I mean, I think they are probably the I think they're the better team. Just looking at them, but you never never know. I mean, Arkansas beat Kansas deep. We'll we'll touch up on Devo and Ricky Council, but yeah, I, I got UConn, and then I picked UCLA in the bottom part of that bracket. And I got Tennessee coming out of the East, but I picked Kansas State to beat Michigan State too. Yeah, I've got Gonzaga um, over Ukla. So Ukla, okay. Uh in the in the top bracket, I of course have Alabama beating San Diego State. I'm gonna take Creighton over Princeton. I think Princeton luck run Princeton's luck runs out. Yep. On the twenty fourth. What is that a Friday? Um that look like a calendar? I don't know. 
Maybe. Maybe one of us now. <laughs> trying to do the math over here. But, yeah. yeah, I'll take Texas over Xavier. And I like Houston over Miami, but I think that can be a close game. I Honestly, I think that could probably go either way. But I'll take Houston in that one. Yeah, Auburn looked like they wanted to pull the upset for, like, just a couple of seconds after halftime, and then Houston ran away with it. Yeah, Houston was the better team. <laughs> Had a 10-point lead. Looking like the Razorbacks blowing it. and Well, yeah, they did worse. Yeah, I mean, Houston was the better team, but yeah. I figured Auburn could give them problems. And I wouldn't have been shocked if Auburn beat them. I wouldn't have been shocked. No. But the, the better team won, though. Houston was too much in the second half. So, I've a uh, yeah, I've got I've got a uh, some changes on the men's side of the bracket. I'll let's touch up on the women's real quick. Uh, I think in that bracket also, I, I got to double check here, but I think that's also I'm only down to two that are still yep only two in the final four: South Carolina and Virginia Tech. Uh, Ole Miss beating Stanford is huge. I mean that was huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Virginia Tech's the other that I have still in it. Uh, Indiana goes down. Indiana goes down to Miami. Miami was some big wins over the weekend, man. Uh, men's and women's side. But I will take. I'll I'll say I'm gonna say LSU. I'm gonna say LSU comes out of the bracket that uh, the Greenville bracket that was uh that had Indiana in, and. I guess I'll. I guess I'm going to go with Iowa. Caitlin Clark being the X factor in that. She's just hitting it from the logo, man. Just I was like, did you check? Did you it. check her out? Yeah, I do remember uh, some talks about her uh, last year. It's, I should have remembered the name. Yeah. Well, I've been last... told. Yeah, I've been told to watch it. Yeah, last couple of years, I've been told to watch out for her a couple of times. And last week by me, <laughs> here on this show, but I hey, they last played week's Friday. included in the last year. That's true. They they play Friday, I believe. I think it's like a six six thirty game. I'm gonna try to check that out. Um, so I'll pick Iowa to come out of that based because the difference maker being Caitlin Clark in that. Um, yeah, still still have South Carolina winning it handily though. I don't see anybody coming close to stopping them. No, it'd be fun to see if somebody compete with them, but. South Carolina's just that good. They're the new UConn. I mean, and UConn's 30 and 5, I think, this year. They're they're still in it and going to the Sweet 16. They're no slouches, of course, but South Carolina's the new dominant team. How many years did they win it straight? Gosh, I don't know. Three, four, something like that. I thought it was more than that, but I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to fact check that. You can give it a Google if you want while I'm going over this stuff. But we will we'll talk about our Razorbacks now. Beating Illinois in the first round. Uh, beating them, it was a good game, but Arkansas was in control the entire way. Uh, the Kansas game, my heart was thumping the final three and a half minutes and didn't stop thumping till maybe five or ten minutes after it was over. Yeah, yeah. I I still can't believe it whenever I hear it, but I was there. I mean, but yeah, it. I was pretty much amped up for the rest of the night. I mean, couldn't go to sleep until like one o'clock. It was, it was bad. 
and th- and thankfully was it a it was a saturday game right yep yeah okay i was like thankfully it was saturday because you know i didn't have to get up super early the next i actually did have to kind of get up a little early but not super early like i do during the week but it took it took devo and ricky council to be great it took them both to be great for arkansas to pull that off and when kansas looked like they were going to run away with it in the second half devo davis i've said i've said all year you know just he's consistently inconsistent he's our westbrook he'll do some great things and then he'll do some things that make you shake your head which he, he did was both in that game not, not really first I mean, half that, he didn't have a lot of mistakes man he was pretty phenomenal. he had a lot of yeah, in the first half, he had some shots that were like, yeah, why are you taking that shot? But then he had some shots that you couldn't believe went in. But I think he took mostly good shots. I don't remember him taking just like a bad shot. Um, maybe like a long three or something in the first yeah. half. Yeah. But like the second half, even the shots he missed, they were good shots, and he had the hot hand. So I didn't mind him taking those shots. No. But he uh, he became a legend. Um, Saturday night, he became a he became an Arkansas Razorback legend. Saturday night, because t- tournament Devo, and we've seen this since he's a freshman. NCAA tournament Devo is a different player. He elevates his game. He becomes a he becomes a different animal. It's he's a different guy. He's clutch, and he was a state champion at Jacksonville High School. So I mean, he's got that championship pedigree and he just he turns it up he turns it to a different like when i saw devo as a freshman in the tournament when they get to the elite eight of course they've made it ever to the elite eight every year he's played hopefully that happens again this year knock on some wood here on my desk but i said this guy's gonna be amazing he's gonna be amazing for arkansas and then the next regular season his sophomore year to me, he had, he didn't progress. I won't say he degressed, but he didn't progress, really. And then come tournament time, he was that same guy again. And we saw the same thing this season. He's a, he's clearly a leader on the floor. One of maybe our best defender, on-ball defender. I'd say he's definitely our best on-ball defender. Anthony Black is up there, too. But, yeah, you're... You're going to put Devo on their best offensive player, at least on the perimeter, right? But he he's a leader on the floor, clearly, just being an upperclassman now. And he led by example in the second half uh, Saturday against Kansas. Became our offense. Became our offense was... I mean, I can't say it enough. I mean, he he did... He was he was so smart on the floor. Like the the Kansas's big, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, Adams maybe, but you know he had four fouls. Devo knows this. He's attacking him. He's yep. attacking him, getting to the basket, making phenomenal shots at the basket too. The one where he was like sideways on the backboard and just kind of puts his left arm around. Of course he's left handed, and yeah. it goes in. I mean, and he made it look routine. He made a very difficult shot look routine. 
I could, I could probably try it 25 times and not make one. Right. And with my left hand, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, my left hand, yeah, it's 50 times, maybe. I can't say enough good things about Devo Davis and how great he was and how great he was in the post-game interview and the interviews after. Just clearly just... A, I mean, he's he's he kind of embodies what being an Arkansas Razorback is, and I just I high praise for the kid. I was supremely impressed, and I don't get impressed easy. I'm not this hardcore, super tough critic, but who over criticizes. But I don't get impressed easy. I was very impressed with Devo Davis Saturday night. He took tournament Devo to legendary status. And then he fouls out with, you know, three, a little over three minutes left to play. And when that happened, I said, it's over. I I had said that, I said, it's over. It was still very close, but I was like, he's he's been our guy. And he's yep. out of the game now. And it was kind of a silly foul. You know, it was a bang, bang thing, but it but it was a silly foul on his part. But it was, I was like, yeah, that's what it was. It was a good run. And, and then Ricky Council completely took over. How I can't tell, throughout the regular season, I watched Ricky Council go to the line and make one of two free throws. I don't remember him ever <laughs> going to the line and making both free throws. He made every free throw. And the one that he didn't make, Jordan Walsh, it was just a, it, it's one of those, I, I'm not sure how he did it. You know, Walsh gets a hand on it. It bounces to the right spot and then bounces to Ricky Council, who goes up, goes back to the line, makes two <clears throat> two more, puts the Hogs up by three. But, and Council made very difficult shots, you know, on, on Arkansas Razorback possessions that if, if he took over, he picked up where Devo left off and finished the game. Devo got yeah. him back in it. And like Devo got him in it, got him back in it, and Council finished it off. He put him over the top. It was just uh, Jordan Walsh played played very well. Jordan Walsh has yeah. looked really good. It's not necessarily going to show up on the stat sheet what he does, but Jordan Walsh has played very well this tournament. I can't, yeah. I can't say yeah I can't say enough good things about those three, especially Devo and Council. Um, I love Kamani Johnson getting in the starting lineup, and this seemed like a last minute thing, you know, uh, putting him in because they switched the line. They had to when they were announcing the lineups, they had to say, "Well, this is what we have, but this is what they're putting out on the floor." I think it was one of the Mitchell twins that was starting. Might have been both Mitchell twins out there. And Kamani Johnson was in their place, and he, of course, started the game against Kansas. I, I love him starting. I don't think Muss is going to mess with that, especially with this big UConn has. I think he's going to stick with that. Uh, I love that. Uh, Nick Smith, we'll uh, talk about him. This is, of course, the, the freshman that highly touted, highly touted Razorback coming in. If If I'm being... I don't want to be overly critical. Love that he's a Razorback. He's really only been great one game. He's really only lived up to that hype level 
one game, and that was the Georgia game when he dropped 26, I believe it was. was amazing that game. It was spectacular. Yeah. But that's the only time I've seen him live up to that level of hype. This tournament, he's been a non-factor. He's, is he still a guy you want on your team? Of course. Of course. But, and, and, and here's, here's the butt part. He's, and I'm, as I say this, he's playing like a guy who knows NBA scouts are watching. That was my thought when I saw him playing, especially in the first round. Yeah. And, and even, er, or even early in the second game. He's playing like a guy that knows NBA scouts are watching and he wants to impress them. And I don't think he's doing that selfishly. I want to be careful how I say that. I don't think he's doing that selfishly. I think he's he's like, I've got to step my game up. It's the tournament. Uh, we lose, we go home. I got to step my game up. I got to do more. And I think he's he's not playing his game as a result. Like he's forcing stuff on offense. He's making bad decisions with the ball. He's he picked up two two bad fouls early in the Kansas game. Yeah. He's not playing his game. He's letting the moment be too big. He's making the moment bigger than it should be. Of course it's not just any other game. It's the NCAA tournament. You lose, you go home. But elevate your game. And this is easier said than done. Elevate your game. Don't let the moment be bigger than it needs to be. Don't let the moment overwhelm you. Just go out there and play your game. What did we see from LeBron in his first trip to the finals with the Miami Heat? He crumbled, right? Yep. I mean, just just he crumbled. He looked like he was having a panic attack out on the floor. He was taking jump shots over like a whatever J.J. Barea that's like my height, right? Um, when LeBron's 6'8 and could have taken him to the basket or posted up on him, whatever. Instead, he was taking ill-advised brick shots. And LeBron from then on in the finals has been spectacular, right? Because he's just playing his game. He realized, like, hey, yeah, I just I got to play my game. You can't make the moment too big. And I think that's what Nick Smith is probably doing. Haven't talked to him directly. Don't know the kid. This is just what I'm seeing. Calling it like I see it. My opinion only. That's just what it, that's what it looks like on the surface. He's just... When I say it, he's playing like it's... He knows NBA scouts are watching. It's just, it's what I said earlier. You know, it's, it's what I just said. It's, you know, he's trying to do too much. What do you see when you see him play? And what do you do if you're must? What do you do if you're must? You know, do you start him? Do you start him this game? Uh, I say you still start him. I mean, there's a chance he comes out hot, but I don't know. I think he's kind of still dealing, you know, with that knee injury a little bit more than we think. I mean, hell, he missed practice before the Kansas game. He could have just been off. Hell, he could have just, you know, been too amped up not to sleep the night before. We we don't know. Um, but who who did Johnson was Johnson dealing with the uh, sickness? Didn't he get like food poisoning or something before that? Oh, I don't know. 
but just coming from a guy that um has i haven't played in the ncaa tournament but you know marathon racing and stuff is my thing right i've been really crazy amped up before a big race before the chicago marathon i got five hours of sleep barely five hours of sleep that night mainly because i was up late watching a and m beat alabama uh in football in in the october of 2021 uh but you still show what you still show up the next day i didn't let that like affect my performance you know i still showed up uh showed out the best i could and you you got to put i don't I, I can't say it's any of that especially when you're playing like an after an afternoon game i know you got to get up early and do the stuff with the team but I think it's just you're making the moment bigger than it. You're making the moment too big. Yeah. You're making the moment too big. That's what it is. Just needs to get out of his own head and just play. Just yeah. Do what, do what got him there. It's like in your golf game. You can oversit there and overthink your swing, and you're probably not going to hit it that well if you're thinking about all these little small mechanical moves you got to do or keep you know keeping your hands you know on the plane, all that kind of good stuff. You have too many swing thoughts. The swing's not gonna go that well, and I think he just has too much stuff going on in his head. Just yeah, and like going back to the racing thing, even in like high school track, I'll have I would have butterflies before the start of a race. Right, I'd get to the line, and those butterflies are like as amped as they're gonna get. But as soon as the gun goes off, you're moving, and that quickly goes away. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's uh, it it. Once you once you start playing, it's time to let all that go. It's time to let the thinking go and just go out there and play, if that makes sense. But I, I still start him, like you said, if I must. If you bench him right now, you you might lose him. You yeah. know, you might lose him if you bench him right now. And you get and you got to say like, and you you could kind of see you didn't see like. Like I watched this, I didn't turn the TV off. Arkansas. I even watched like the the recap. Like they re-showed the the game on TV, just the, on the CBS Sports Rewind or something like that. They re-showed they re-showed the game, and I watched may, maybe all the second half. But I watched in the locker room and all that. They're all hype, waiting for Must to come in, celebrating. You don't see Nick Smith in any of that. I kept an eye on that. I didn't even notice. But... I paid attention to it for what I just wanted to see how he would be. I wanted to see if he would be celebrating with the guys, and even on the team, like picture, even in the team photo, of them on the plane, like happy plane ride home or something like that. Everybody's like, you can tell everybody's having a good time. Nick Smith's like in the very back, like just like this, um, just kind of a laid back, not overhyped look about him so you just got to put that behind you especially being a freshman you know yeah if you got to i think you got to if it's me i'm starting him because i don't want to risk losing the guy i'm not going to force him i'm I'm not going to say i'm not going to tell my guys hey force the ball to him or whatever right yeah like like do the opposite let it come natural Whatever they're, whatever they are, pull a Bill Belichick. Whatever they are giving you, take it. 
Don't try to do too much. Just play your game. I, I want to see him do well. I want to see Arkansas do well this next game. I want to see him do well in particular. Yeah. And, I want to see him and Black step it up. So. Yeah. But, see, but Black hasn't been just a non-factor, though. No, he hasn't. Like, he's but... not lighting up the stat book, but he's doing stuff that won't show up in the stat book. Defensively, yeah. uh, drawing, drawing defenders yeah. to him. This and being the typical, you know, AB out there scoring points and doing the stuff that doesn't appear on the stat sheets. He's just being what he's been all year, which is the best player. Yes. For the Razorbacks. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying there. I do want to see that. And I want to see Devo continue to be tournament Devo and Ricky Council play like the play like the veteran upperclassman we saw last game. Yep. But Wupig Sui, either way, um, that's going to be a fun game to watch Thursday. Oh, hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, my pick is wrong. Okay, do we got to? We're going to bounce out of here. But first, okay, update on the World Baseball Classic. Top of the eighth, uh, USA has cut it to 2 3. So, USA at bat right now. I uh, can't see. Nobody's out. on, right? No, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get off of here and go check that out. Hopefully, we'll have some good things to say about it and more March Madness stuff in next week next week's episode. But till then, we're going to get out of here. So, till next time, y'all. Cho's Grandpa, co-host. Brother Brown. Woo pig. Woo pig. Deuces, y'all. <laughs>